0: Jesus on me
1: Good morning, good afternoon good evening as the case may be. It's so nice to see you. My name is Pete and welcome to having coffee with the King. See, I don't have to tell you this, but I can't help. This isn't coffee today. I didn't, didn't make the coffee. Instead, it's like a, a, a Gatorade frost, which is going to give me some zip, which I could do. So it's having Gatorade with the king. God bless the king and the Gatorade. Okay. Elvis once said when he saw it, it looks like the Gator's already been in here. But, all right. We're trying some new things here with our little show. We're not sure we're reaching the amount of people that we want to. That could be something that's we're not doing quite right. I had a couple of Facebook posts, oh, a couple of years ago. We got close to a 1,000, which was very exciting. We're struggling. We're struggling. And there must be a reason for that. We may not be producing it right. Not producing it, but promoting it or putting it on the right way at the right time. I don't know. Um, what would help? would be if you could write me back and let me know if you're seeing it. That would help a whole lot on views. And the other thing that I would like to ask you to do, if you would be so kind, is to share it. Because that's really the momentum and the reason for all of this, is we're trying to share joy and share the fun of visiting under the umbrella and the love of God Almighty and Jesus. Um, and have it be a fun experience. I also want to start figuring out a way to get some of your comments and so we can communicate a little bit. That would be fun. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you have to say about what I'm adding and also get into a little more specific scripture. That's hard to say with dentures, specific scriptures that came out. Okay. Okay. Last week, um, I tried to talk a little bit. I'm almost dealing with it as though we're starting out from the beginning, because in some ways we are. We're trying to get to Facebook Live and the people that have been kind enough to be my friends through the years that said they wanted to hear more of this energy from me, if if you want to call it that. And uh, there you go. Uh, What we tried to talk a little bit about last week was how it got started how I kind of morphed from this Elvis guy, which you got to say I am. I'm an Elvis guy. Uh, I prefer that to Elvis impersonator, which was almost like an offhanded comment that the press threw on people that were paying tribute to Elvis. I mean, there's a difference between going on stage and doing a tribute to Sammy Davis or to Frank Sinatra or Elvis Presley and, go, and wanting to be him. It's a subtle difference. You want to transform into the spirit and the essence of that person and give as much as you can. Sing as much like him as you can. And if you have the capacity to be able to look and sound like him, that's wonderful. That's very exciting. And the clothes help, but it gets into a kind of a fine line. I'm looking at some of the young artists, and they are so good. I have a special friend named Logan Ramey who's – I don't think Logan's 21 yet. I'm sorry, Logan. I'm going to have to find out how old you are. He's just the sweetest young man. I like him so much, and I'm really pulling for him that, that his dreams may come true. And I'm talking about every jumpsuit you can think of. He had a dragon. He's got a black one. I'm sure he's got a leather, and if he doesn't yet, he's going to get one. And I love all that. But if you will bear with me, I've been through all that. I've done this for 50 years. I've gone through every look you can imagine, and I've just hit a place in my time. I'm not 80 yet. I'm going to be soon. So I'd rather say it was 80, so by the time we get into everything with everybody, Pete's 80. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I'd rather pay tribute from where I stand as a man. He was um, a childhood inspiration. Can't say a hero because he wasn't a hero. I had heroes when I were younger. My hero was always my dad. And then Joe DiMaggio was my first one. Duke Snyder was my second. And Elvis was more of a leader than a hero, if that makes sense. I admired what he was doing. I thought that I could do it too. I wasn't the only one. John Lennon thought he could do it. Robert Plant thought he could do it. Um, Cheers. My generation was infatuated with the guitar, the single singer, and what could come out of it. Real special guy. You're coming in. What do you got to say to me? Angelo wouldn't be here if he didn't think he had to come in.
2: Hi, Pete. How you Hi, doing? I'm doing good. I wanted to say if uh, if anybody can join this party or if this was a party of one tonight. No, no, no. I'm always happy when you chime in. What you got? Um, You're talking about your father. I've been remembering my father a lot today. Oh, oh, God bless you. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, Angelo's dad just I... went to be with Jesus.
2: Yeah, and... he sure did. Yeah. And he left me here to pick up the mess. Well, good luck with that one. You don't even know, brother. Yeah, well.
1: <laughs> look around, it's a pretty big mess. If you can pick that one up, we, we need to elect you or something.
2: I'm telling you what. God bless me. Here's the coffee with the king.
1: Absolutely. Coffee with the it's Gatorade with the king this morning for me. Oh yeah. I uh, heard I drank it all up. What was that you were saying
2: about Elvis and the Gators? What did Elvis say about the Gators? He said the Gator. He looked at the Gatorade. It was green already. He said, it looks like the Gators already got in mind. Yeah,
1: Charlie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what are you
2: talking about tonight?
1: Well, I was kind of refreshing last week and kind of explaining to our dear friends that we're kind of going through a format change, trying to find exactly the hookup that gets out and touches them whether it's yeah. live facebook or a stream yard or i don't know what i don't know what we're not yeah. quite reaching the people like we should we'll find our way right because uh, this isn't our show you know what i mean this is oh, not sure. our show and he'll well, help
2: you know I've, I've always believed that you know just keep on doing what you're doing the message will get to the people that it needs to get to you know, and people will you know word of mouth is always the best advertise. I always believe that anyway. You know, you tell a, somebody,
1: tell a couple of people. We gotta have a couple of people here to talk about it. That's all.
2: Well, we um see, I don't know what we're we're not doing right here. I could tell you what we're doing on the other show, but that's a different kind of show. Absolutely. Um and our numbers are crazy on the other shows, but for some reason, and maybe it's a sign of the times, Pete. Maybe people are very skeptical of God's love, or maybe they don't believe there's a God. Uh, and I think, you know, we live in very trying times anyway.
1: Yeah, we do. And those are exactly the people we wish we could reach.
2: And, and yes, and that's why we're here, hopefully.
1: Yeah. By the way,
2: there's a very handsome young man behind me. Two, there two he is. I really like him. I, I'd like to know more about him. The fact, two young men, let me get out the way. Yeah, you know what's so great? Oh, my
1: goodness. Let me tell you what that is. There's a real fun app. Now, it's called NewProfile.com, and uh, somebody did a couple of pictures of mine, and I went to it and looked at it, and the one behind me, you know me, I love to play with Photoshop. Uh, I took a picture I did of Jesus. I took a picture of him. Then there was a picture of me, and I tried to put them together with Jesus on my shoulder, and uh I really like that. I made that my Facebook um
2: yeah, um, let me uh, let me get out the way here. Hey, that's
1: a really nice uh, picture. I I just get such a kick. The picture of Jesus absolutely devastates my heart. Um there's something beautiful. I'm, yeah, I'd like to share something about that picture today, and that is um, the wonderful story of the young girl, her first painting was Jesus, and her mom and dad were atheists, so it didn't come from that, and she painted this wonderful picture, and strangely enough, the, the fellow she used as her model was a carpenter. You gotta love that. And um, a young boy who had died and come back, his dad was a pastor, and, and he said to his son, Hey, come here, look at look, look some pictures. I want you to, because the boy said, I saw grandpa while I was in heaven. He said, really? Well, come here, let's take a look. He looked at all the pictures and he said, no, no, that's not grandpa. And then at right. the, the bottom of the box, there was a picture of him in uniform as a young man. And he said, that's grandpa right there. Which, you know, we've heard that before and you probably have experienced that. On the other side, we are younger and more vibrant. So yeah. we went been the way the boy remembered his grandfather would have been the way his grandfather was you know yeah if you will
2: you come across in a familiar light so that you're recognizable to family even family here's the interesting thing even family who you don't know or or who shouldn't know you will recognize you
1: that's wonderful
2: that's the beauty of heaven
1: Yes, one one of, right, one of the many beauties. And then, but to go along with the story, um, she painted this picture of Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and the dad said, come here, let's look at some pictures of Jesus and see if you tell me what he looks like. And he sat in his dad's lap and he looked at all the classic Dutch uh, paintings of Jesus as the, as the young Caucasian with the, you know, kind of blondish hair. And she said, "He's no, none of these. And about two or three months later, he was walking by the computer. His dad was kind of surfing. And up pops his picture that the young girl did. And it's called, I think we've talked, it's called The Prince of Peace. And the kid lost lost it. He said, oh, that's him right there. Dad, that's Jesus. Well, that that whole story touched my heart so much. And I am a, a frustrated artist. We're all artists of sorts. And I wanted to do a face of Jesus. So I took that upon myself and um, the picture behind you is the picture that I was able to pull together and it, it touched my heart because I, I felt like I just pushed a brush Angelo I just yeah. pushed brush. I had almost nothing to I'm not that accurate or uh, a clever an artist I just am not and when we hung it up when my wife and I hung it up on the wall right I started to weep just a little bit that it had gotten that far right it to the when i walk by it in the middle of the night i have we'll talk about this in the future too but we have communion once a day but many many days i sneak out and grab another one in the middle of the night if i wake up i'll go out and i'll have i use little oyster crackers i'll have an oyster cracker and, some right. grape juice, and i'll stand in front of the picture and i'll just kind of i'll share A vibe, you might say, with it. And I look at it as though his presence, his spirit was in my presence. And of course, his spirit is always in our presence. And um, I would like somehow, and I'll work on this, I would like to share that picture with the world. And uh, I will be about that, see how to do that. And then something came to me because somebody says, You got to sign your pictures. I don't ever want to sign that picture if you said wow pete i want that picture of my house which would be such an honor to me i am gonna i have a way to duplicate pictures and then i can you retouch them with paint so that they've had your brush on them but you might say no i don't want another one of him i want one just like that say, okay yeah. now he's in your living room or he's in your garage wherever he might be when you pass him i promise you you'll stop for a second You'll stop for a second. You'll look at him and kind of smile, say, hi, it, it's so nice to be with you. And then you move on about your day. I don't want my name on that picture to interrupt that process. I'll sign the back. So you want to know who did it there? I'm on the back. But I want if the picture can work for you, I would be so honored that it did. And I don't want any part of that other than just to place it in your hands. So that's my uh, that's my take on that. That that kind of ran over me the other day, and uh, boy, look, I mean, I'm I'm getting such a kick. You can't sense it. If you took a mirror, you could. I am over your shoulder, like Jesus is over mine. There right, I'm just look over yeah. your left shoulder. Yeah, I see. <laughs> well, you can see it. Just in the camera. It's kind of funny. I can isn't see it? it.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I, I like this. <laughs> it. It's kind of fun. I like that. I'm very tickled. Absolutely very tickled
2: like old little guardian angel here
1: oh but you know one of the things i thought i might we could bounce around um is the uh, the sign of the times it's really the bells are ringing i mean we're first uh, there was a thing on uh, uh the news the other day about the glo- the climate changing uh, the glaciers changing the the water levels changing we look at our country and we see The storms that are now coming through the Great Plains along Texas, they're coming along Alabama, Mississippi, panhandle of Florida, and then they're going north, up into the Carolinas. and up into. I'm very blessed. I live in Ocala, which is in the Florida as you're coming down, about in the middle. It's not coming down there. What a blessing. I'm out of harm's way at the moment. Who knows what tomorrow might bring, but I feel very blessed that we were here and uh, the scientists are commenting on, you know, it could take, it's happened before. Oh, my goodness. In the Sahara Desert, they're discovering things under the sand. It wasn't always sand. No. It was a, it was a rich, rich land where the animal, you know, they, they kind of moved down. But, um, and it doesn't happen overnight. Thank God. However, you might, I'm sure, I'll bet you've heard a story about the mastodon they found. With buttercups in his stomach. That was instantaneous. Yeah. That was instantaneous. Just boop. And I hope well, the
2: strangest know. one for me oh, along those lines is something recent in science. Uh, in the Saudi Desert, they actually found shipping harbors. Oh my god, in, in go. the Saudi Desert. Yeah. You can't make this stuff up. You can oh no, you can see the pictures of it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy stuff. It the is. world has uh You know what's funny? What they say, Pete. Everything old is new again. Yeah. We're going to find that in 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 terms of time. Yeah. You know?
1: It's going to be quite something. I yeah. I hope, I hope that we miss the real ballistic moment because I think it's going to be shattering. It's going to be catastrophic. I mean, they're talking the revelations about losing. At least a third of the world's population. That's gonna that is either nuclear or global, one or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, it's gonna be quite catastrophic. Listen, I heard something, I don't know if you heard this on the news, but uh either it might come from Ukraine uh info or Russian info that Putin may be ill, very ill, deadly ill.
2: Um I've heard that. Um, I've also heard that uh, the uh, nations are rallying against him, including the U.N., including NATO.
1: Well, so
2: he's he is literally one man against the world right now. Yeah. And when you got that kind of pressure on your back, you're going to do one of two things. You're either going to you know, retreat and surrender or you're going to go out with a bang.
1: Yeah, I, I, that I hope is not his choice.
2: I mean, look what happened to Saddam Hussein and Muammar Gaddafi. They weren't so lucky, you know?
1: No, but you know who would go, would have gone out with a bang, and thank God he didn't, was Adolf Hitler. If he could have pushed a button and taken the world with him, he would have. Yeah. And this man is yeah. is dangerous in just in doing what he's doing. Uh, he's a danger to himself well, and you know, all the,
2: but hear me out, folks. When when we talk about this, because Pete is is absolutely right on. Uh, Vladimir Putin is Hitler kind of crazy. He's that he's got that kind of mindset. He's got, you know, off the chart Hitler kind of crazy mindset. That's what you're dealing with. So understand that you're dealing with a kook. He's not just a madman. He's a kook. Which means he's unstable. You can't trust a guy that's unstable.
1: Right. You know? Right. And uh, uh, it wouldn't be beyond him to... For, or, if we look at the picture now, he, he's one of the five major votes in UN. The UN can't function with him in the chair he's in. So the UN has got to push Russia out of the UN... Or he has to be replaced. Now, oh, that's going to happen. Yeah, and there's no question this man is guilty of war crimes. Unquestionable. Sure he is. Now, the guilt of those war crimes calls for certainly his imprisonment. Uh, and and certain tribunals it would call for his death, but uh, there might be a bargaining at a table with life imprisonment guaranteed. But if he knew, and he's staring at the world, he's staring at what he has done. I'm coming down. I'm not going to be able to take the Ukraine because at some point, the world will stand beside the Ukraine and say no. I'll tell you what would put that whole thing to rest. And please, this is not from my lips to God's ear, but if those people that are holed up in the bottom of that steel mill are killed, the world won't stand for that. They'll say, you are a murderer you're going to answer now. Now, if that comes about, where's he got to go? There's no place he can hide. Nope. He's done. Nope. He's finished. He will he'll pay the price probably with his life. Now the question is what does he do at that point? Yeah. That's a dangerous man. That's well, a-
2: here's the thing. We could debate what would happen all day long, but you know, the question is, what would God do with somebody like that?
1: Well, God has usually left most of that with us. I mean, what did He do with Hitler? Uh, what did He do with Stalin? They they died natural death. I I ask the same question sometimes, and the answer seems to come back. Look, I put it's like I got a basket full of mice, and I put them on the table. I have promised you mice. I'll stay out of it. You can kill each other, you can eat each other, or you can build houses, you can make cars, you can discover things about each other, but I promised you that I'll stay back. And he seems to have done that until, until the return of Jesus. That's when Jesus says, I will return and take my church out. As we've said before, The Christian community refers to that as the rapture. The rapture itself is not called the rapture in the New Testament, but in the translation of the Greek, there is a taking out of, taking out, and that's when uh, we've we've called that the rapture. But Jesus said, there will be trials, there will be tribulations, there will be hell on earth, but my people will not endure that, I will take them out. And that would be the rapture. To me, that would almost be as Putin's finger is going down to the button, Jesus will say, okay, right now, boom, we're out. Right. And the description is two people will be walking in the fields. One's gone and one's not. Right. So the other thing the other thing that you and I, in our loving, mischievous, backstreet way, is we're trying to get everybody say, hey, come on, guys, don't you want to go with us? you want to be in that rapture you don't want to be here for the next one i'll tell you that you don't want to see what's going to happen so there we are how's your day
2: (laughs) (laughs) brother it's been a long day it's all i'll say yeah well i'll say it's been a long day all good How how are you putting your house
1: together and your life together
2: One one moment at a time these days. Yeah, it's a uh, lot going on. Lot going on. Finally, uh, finally, have a a buyer for my mother's house. Oh, that's um, good. You know, I lost my father in January, and she put the house up for sale pretty much immediately right after. Um, it took us seven weeks, if you can imagine it, seven weeks. To empty this house, okay. So it's been on the market for about two months, and we've had three offers in the last four days. One higher than the next.
1: How how many two, uh, siblings do you have?
2: I had two. I have one in heaven. I have one here.
1: Um, how long did your family or they live in that house?
2: Fifty five years. So really the
1: family treasures and memories were in that house.
2: Um, you might say that, but I see I, I don't look at it that way. That was a place. I don't hold emotional content in buildings. Oh no, um, not the
1: building, but some of the things in it.
2: Oh yeah, well, yeah, everything happened there. Absolutely. The
1: treasures, you know what I'm saying? So that's sure. what takes so long to empty out of going through them and what do I sell? What do I oh, get away? God.
2: Well, my mother said to to my wife and I, you know, give everything away. You know, let's let people take what they want. And they did. Um, And a lot of people took a lot of stuff, fortunately, because I could never bring that to my house. I don't have that kind of room here. So uh, everybody grabbed what they wanted, and that took weeks and weeks. And long story short is the house was finally emptied and cleaned. And uh, and now it's uh, it's under contract to be sold. Got a buyer today. Uh, a young Puerto Rican family is going to make their next 40 or 50 years yeah. in that house. So good for them.
1: Did you get a happy price where you feel like it was good?
2: Absolutely. Wonderful, wonderful Got a couple bucks more than what we were asking I'm happy, happy
1: for you Yeah,
2: My mother would be happy
1: Yeah, of course she is, she is I'm happy. not
2: getting any of it, I don't want any of it I don't want any of it Don't need it, don't want it Um, That's my mother's money So she can do what she wants with it Um, Other than that, what have you been doing last week? Well, I'm in the process
1: of kind of cleaning the house. I'm, I'm trying to realize some certain... I'm dinging, and I don't know what that's all about. Oh, you know, I'm getting messages on the... I'm getting calls here on my phone. Let me turn this off. I, I don't want... Yeah, no more dinging. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ding on you. Um, my wife is going to Texas uh for like a nine-day visit she hasn't been there for a year and i'm really trying to get the house i still haven't completely moved in and gotten everything done and i will while she's gone we have several uh, first of all i want to get into our podcast very powerfully uh you said that you have a three-parter coming up on elvis and i want Mm -hmm. to add a um a one one day a week uh, Elvis tribute, uh, a playful thing maybe. E and me, I'm not sure. Every I'll do a song, I'll tell a story. I've got about four or five wonderful books about Elvis, and what I'll do is I'll read a chapter, and that week I'll tell you what the chapter's about. There you go. You know, maybe I'll get a guest here and there. That would be fun to do. Sure. But the movie is coming out. You know, the 24th of June, the movie is going to be yeah. a blockbuster. The movie is going to rattle cages.
2: It looks, like, um, it looks like they're going to go places other biopics on Elvis haven't gone. Right. Particularly, yeah, well, in a couple of areas. Um, they're really going to expose his relationship with Colonel Parker. Yeah. Uh, which needs to be exposed. Um, you know, he's either the greatest thing since sliced bread or he's, uh, you know, a villainous heel, depending on how you look at it.
1: I would say probably a combination of both, an yeah. amazing man of marketing and, and opportunity, and a little ruthless. I I know yeah. of several stories where, for instance, a movie was dropped off for the colonel to read. He's yeah. got a new movie called Spin Out. See what you think. He leaps through and says, "Where's my forty thousand for reading this?" You know what I mean? And then I, I heard was,
2: that.
1: Yeah, and part of his deal with the Hilton. Was they picked up his gambling tab? Yeah, you know, and Elvis. Well, for a while
2: they cap. did anyway. Elvis yeah. picked up the rest.
1: Well, in his own way, but i um, yeah. It was a it was a sad combination. Oh, I
2: know that factually, Pete. I know that factually. Yeah, um, I know that factually. Elvis paid a lot of his debts down.
1: Hang on, my battery's running low. That means. oh yeah, it means I'm not plugged in. No, see. we
2: don't want your battery to poop out on you. No, no, no.
1: Hang on. Let me see it. Um, that's it. Um, it is. The light went off.
2: Good. Thank God. Uh, there you oh, go. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. Well, folks, we lost Pete. Um, Let's see here. It looks like... Uh, Pete Wilcox just, just lost his battery on his computer or his phone. So I am going to keep... I am not, by the way, Pete Wilcox. I am Angelo. Um, Just in case you're wondering, who's this guy pretending to be Pete? <laughs> just Angelo. <laughs> Here I am. There we go. So oh, Pete is... Uh, where is he? Pete, are you there? Oh, Lord. Peter... Nope, not back yet, folks. So, how you guys been? Busy week for you? Busy week for me. Busy day for me today. I'm busy day. Oh, looks like the, the Pete just went left out completely here. So, it's just you and me, folks. Um, This is Coffee with the King with Pete Wilcox. But right now, it's Angelo uh, in the driver's seat so um if you're in the chat room anybody wants to join us have questions uh here's amelia amelia's here hey long long monday yes it's been a very long day it's been a very long day how you doing amelia oh there's pete calling hold on folks yes peter oh i'm just telling everybody that you'll be back in a minute Oh, I got you. No, you should be fine to to, to boot up again. Talking to Pete on the phone. Got to get his computer going. All right, Pete. Well, I'll see you in a minute. Okay. That's old school, folks. <laughs> There's Amelia. Oh, Amelia. By the way, Amelia in the chat room tonight is my co-host on What's the Buzz? She is Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. And where is she? There she is right there, Amelia Pitbull Chapman. And so uh, how was your day today, kid? Happy to be off. Uh, I'm doing, oh, here we go. Device not connected. Pete's trying to come back. Let me come over here and get Pete. Let's see if there's I'm Peter. You. There's I'm Pete. I'm
1: not hearing you, but I probably will. There, I'm back in. You hearing me?
2: Yes, sir. I hear you I'm fine, not
1: Pete. Hearing you, and I should. My
2: speakers okay, are so on.
1: I'm plugged in. I see you. All right,
2: Peter, you got your, uh, your uh, sound, sound in here, Pete? Taking.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know what to think, my friend. I'm not. I'm not getting any noise. You're in this You studio. hear nothing. I'm not muted. Can you hear me? Nod your head. Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, you can hear me. Yes. I can't hear me or you. I right. can't hear you nod your head either. <laughs> yes well I, mean, I could turn off and come back on but oh no you got me but no. i don't have
2: you Oh no, stay here stay here
1: i'm not hearing you at all now, wait a minute and i should you're plugged into the speakers oh wait oh you know what i pulled out the speaker plug in god
2: oh my goodness well, in, let me see if
1: i can get this back in <laughs> Okay, I'm probably gonna get you now. Okay, there you go, Peter. You know, I'm so sorry. Please accept my apology. I've been trying to do things out of my little work studio here, and I've got to get out of here and back on the kitchen table where I am. I got there's too many plugs, too many things. Uh, mm, I'm not. I gotta help you set up a
2: little studio for yourself.
1: Well, it it is, but unfortunately. This is a recording studio to do my work in nightclubs, not what we're doing. Yeah. And there's not enough outlets. And then the other one, I had the other thing with the picture of Jesus. I like the whole layout. I'm not insane about this, and I'm I'm not being able to present it like I want to. So I apologize. Right.
2: Well, no, it's okay. I kept everybody entertained for a moment.
1: Well, well good.
2: I'm good that way. I'm
1: going to ask you, who's Mad Dog Discipio? That's me.
2: But were you were you a wrestler as a younger man? Oh no, 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 that's that's my that's a persona that I used on television and radio.
1: Oh, I thought that it might because I thought maybe it, you were. Involved. Were my, you ever physically a wrestler? Now,
2: I'll tell you who the Mad Dog is. I, I I was actually interviewed recently, but and thank you to Greg Gilbert the Hyena in uh, in Canada. Um, I did an interview and he asked me, you know. Who are you? Who is who is the mad dog? And the mad dog is a uh, my homage to Wolfman Jack. Oh, okay. Wolfman was always my kind of radio hero. Right. You know, and people, you know, say, well, especially when I had the darker beard, Pete, I looked like the Wolfman. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and and I. Kind of sound like him a bit You know when I do my thing Because um, you, you've been Very fortunate you haven't been on The, uh, the Watch the buzz Podcast not yet anyway But we will bring you there um, What you're seeing ladies And gentlemen is a very subdued Angelo because the Mad dog's a crazy man I okay. had um, a couple of Country music legends on the other night Couple people you might Know um, Lacey J. Dalton was on the show with me, and I don't know if you know Lacey. I know so the I name, said,
1: but I've, I've never participated in any of her work to tell you. The okay, say, yeah, Lacey,
2: Lacey J. That. Dalton and Sylvia Hutton, better known just by her first name, Sylvia. Okay, uh, country music legend, and they were on with me, and uh, and you know, and Lacey J. and Sylvia got to meet the Mad Dog. Um Amelia who is in our chat room with us Can tell you um, In fact Amelia Why don't you just tell Pete What kind of night we had Why don't you just chime in why while we're waiting for her to do that It was a very interesting evening A very nice evening At a fun time
1: oh, We yeah, had I a like...
2: really great time um, I have uh, I've actually got A couple people coming on that the uh, well, I'm going to have you on. We're going to talk Elvis. I have a guy that, uh, in fact, Amelia's husband used to work at Graceland. And he's going to come on and talk with us. And uh, and maybe spill some secrets about what it's like behind the scenes at Graceland.
1: You know what's going to be funny? In August, uh, my dear friend Sean and I are going to go to Memphis for Elvis week. Right, going to try to sit in a couple of different performers there, pass out some cards, meet some people. So that will probably be a week that we will take off. But I got a feeling I'll have
2: some fun stories when I come back from that one. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. The, did you ever have a chance in your in your travels, Pete, to meet a guy named Jimmy Ellis? They called him Orion.
1: Oh, I, I know of Jill, Jimmy. You know what's funny is I, I don't think I ever met him, and yet I think we exchanged um, uh, maybe um, politenesses, if you will. I can't think of the right word. Uh, but right. he was a wonderful singer, wonderful entertainer, and had uh, the Elvis thing going on to the up-nose. Uh, he had a cute little gimmick that he sang with a mask on. And uh, but he he had a, a wonderful voice and and, and it died much too young. He yeah I'm probably thinking Jimmy and I were probably the same age.
2: Yeah, he was actually uh killed. He owned a pawn shop uh in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and he was shot by two young thieves. Oh. Basically, yeah, he was. Him and his wife were both killed at gunpoint.
1: Oh my god! Bot-
2: oh, you didn't know that.
1: No, I'm so sorry.
2: Yeah, he, he and his wife were both killed at gunpoint by uh, a couple of young, like 20-year-old kids, a botched robbery gone terribly bad, and uh, and Jimmy died on the scene, and his wife died at the hospital.
0: Oh, so um, no sorry.
2: But, yeah, but Jimmy was a guy Oof. that could never get work um, under his own name. Because he sat, he legitimately sang and sounded like Elvis to the point where even on the Ralph Emery show, they had the they told him to grow a mustache, dye your hair, little gray, premature gray, you know, do something to make yourself look different. Because when you open your voice, we can't hide that. You know? because he sounded like Elvis, and he spoke like Elvis. Funny right. thing was, if you look at a picture of Jimmy Ellis and you look at a picture of Vernon Presley, they're the two that, look, that should be father and son, because they look that's just like each other. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, we're, do, we're actually going to talk about that on our show. The other thing is... There's no denying that Gladys was Elvis's mama cuz if you looked at Elvis at 42 years of age and look at Gladys at 46 they're like two peas in a pod. They yeah, very similar
1: eyes, mouth, mouth of the yeah. darkness. the dark, he favored his mom. Yeah. But my wife my wife yeah. spent a little time, not a lot, but a little time with Vernon and says to me a he was such a lovely gentleman but B, a a rather handsome man as well
2: oh yeah vernon yep absolutely
1: had a, quite a look of it but also it's funny he had quite a look of his own the mustache and the curly hair it, it, it's kind of it's almost amusing how kind of different he looks yeah. than his son
2: yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely there's a uh, and then you know where i'm where i'm going with this uh Elvis in concert, you know, Elvis introduced Vernon up on the stage.
1: Yep, yep.
2: And if you see the two of them together, they, they're like day and night, the two and his father I and know, son. I know, they do. They do. You know? But Jimmy Ellis was like a, a ringer for Vernon. He looked just like him. Right, right. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but Jimmy, it's a shame, too, because his career never really did take off um, a lot of people didn't hire him because he sounded so much like Elvis. Right, you know I, I,
1: the Elvis phenomena is a is a rather curious one. The people love it. Yeah. The business people in between, the promoters and the entertainment directors, sometimes they get a rather snobby, haughty relationship and oh we're not going to have an elvis guy nobody wants that you're very mistaken there are a hundred thousand yeah. elvis people in america making a living at it somebody yeah. likes them
2: yeah exactly. you know? so
1: it, it's got to be handled just in a certain way and you know it, it it's so strange it's like it, the career belongs to elvis nobody kind of ethically and morally has the right to jump in completely paying a tribute to him is a lovely thing to do I I understand that and this whole thing about we're trying to keep his music and his legend alive that borders on ridiculous his legacy and his music and who he is isn't going anywhere he's as American as Abraham Lincoln he will be here forever what you're doing is you're having fun with it you know it's like but nobody wants to kind of say that i don't want to look like right. i'm capitalizing on it and i want to say well then stop doing it
2: you know well, what then, what's wrong that with that making a couple of bucks you know what i mean i don't have a problem with somebody making a couple of dollars doing elvis you know um, you know a- imitation is a, the sincerest form of flattery there's a lot of people paying homage to him that's great if you can make some money doing it that's even better but I have a problem. You and I both have a problem with guys that that cross that line where they start talking like him. They start, you know, living like him, and you know, calling their house Graceland too, and stupid yeah, stuff like that. I know,
1: like I know that. what you mean. I know what you mean. It's it's yeah. You know? There's there's a and few guys. And I know where some of like that. that comes from too. To tell you the truth is like he's so out of reach that sometimes it's like an actor on the job who never lets go of the actor while he's on the job. He wants to keep it going. And that's what happens to some of these kids. They get something going, and they've never had that recognition before, and they're wearing the suits, and they're doing the hair, and and it's exciting for them. They don't want to let go of the magic. It's um, a fine line of maturity and integrity that comes in, and not everybody is able to do that. Not everybody is able to do that.
2: but Yeah. Well, so. I'll tell you what. Um, for the people that are uh, Elvis devotees who love his music, uh, yeah, Pete's right. Uh, it's not going anywhere. Elvis ain't going no. anywhere. The movie's going to bring know. it
1: back, to You watch it explode again.
2: Oh, my goodness. There, there are people that are going, a whole generation of people are going to discover who Elvis was. They are. Don't and forget, Lisa he's been gone. Here's the thing. Lisa Pete. just wrote the
1: kindest endorsement for that, I mean, on Facebook. Saying oh, yeah. She sat through it twice. She said, I cannot believe the honesty and the integrity with which she mm-hmm. embraced my father and captured yeah. the essence of who he was, as I remember, and who I've been told. Yeah. God I love her. She lost him so young. that she, well, she, she was what, nine years old, eight. Hey? You know what I mean? She she missed some of the most dynamic parts of him because she was just so young. But And yeah. Priscilla said she sat through it with Jerry Schilling, and they looked at each other with tears in her eyes and said, this is phenomenal. So we yeah. have quite an exciting um, movie in front of us to look at.
2: It's going to be quite controversial. I saw an advanced uh, screening of the film. Um The diehards are going to have a problem accepting that some of this stuff is factual. Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers. I'm not going to say anything. I will just tell you that the movie is highly, highly factual based on data, based on documentation, based on verifiable documentation. And if you don't like what you see, you can't change history. It is what it is. So, remember, Elvis said it himself. Um, you know, I put my pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else, baby. You know?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a picture I saw on Facebook not long ago. He says, sometimes I get real tired of being Elvis Presley.
2: He said that to Jerry Schilling on a couple of occasions. Yeah. They told him straight up. Yeah. Because you'll, you'll never know what it's like to be me. I get tired of being Elvis. And that that alone gave fodder to all the rumors about Elvis being alive. You know, you, you could play semantics, you know, Elvis Presley, Elvis, Aaron Presley, Elvis, you know. Elvis was the guy on stage. Elvis Presley was the guy that lived at Graceland, you know. Who are these guys? He's a multifaceted person. You have to be to be in the show business. You've got to be. You've got to be. And also,
1: to open the doors that he opened there, we never had a performer break the ground that he broke. Of course. And he was so young and so mm-hmm. uh, almost, almost not ready for it. I mean, in some ways, he handled it like a genius uh, with the educational background that he had and with coming yeah. from where he came. It's amazing yeah. he did as well as he did, um, True. And especially losing the the anchor that his mom represented to him. But I think, you know, it's funny we mentioned him. I think Vernon gave him a lot more support than he gets credit for. Absolutely. He loved his dad. Yes, he did. He you know, absolutely he would,
2: loved his father.
1: He would never want to do anything to embarrass him or hurt him. Um, and he had some, he had some wonderful, loving, giving instincts. He was a a young man who searched for the Lord, um, Mm -hmm. stumbled over his own earthly, carnal life. Don't we all? And never, never stopped giving and trying to be right.
2: He was a, a...
1: Quite a special guy.
2: Absolutely. He sure was. Yeah,
1: he was a special guy.
2: You know, it's it's funny. I
1: mean, I want to see my mom first off. I want to see my dad second off. I want to see Jesus third off. I hate to put him in third, but there you go. Number fourth, I want to see Elvis. And I want to say, hey, did I do a good job? Did you you like what I did? That would be nice. I, say, I, say, I, I, I try to do a decent job.
2: Peter, he's why don't you like take this. us home? Why don't you take us home with a prayer, brother? Huh? Oh, God bless you. I certainly
1: will. Well, my friends out there, we have another week that we're watching the Ukrainians fight for their homes, their lives, show the world what honor is, and integrity and strength and courage. My God, they are so filled with the, with the love of God and for their homes and their people. We pray for them that God will reach in with the mercy of his hand and lift that country into a safety they have that they deserve, that they have worked for. I pray that those of you out there that are suffering your own personal conditions, that God's mercy and love will, will come upon you and give you a grace you don't even know where it came from, but you will know where it came from you will know where it came from because that kind of grace comes from one place. And, Angelo, I, I hope that the house falls into place for you. It sounds like it has, and it, that your mom is comforted in this moment in time that she's going through. And uh, gee, I just hope this week is wonderful for everyone.
2: Amen. Amen and amen, brother. Well, next, next week, There you
0: go.
2: It does not ring of the truth.
1: And also, I will thank you for that picture you put behind us. It's kind of a playful gimmick. Oh, yeah. It's my it's my new Facebook game. but uh, um, It's a great pick. I like it. I kind of like it. I, I, well, I love the fact that I got Jesus yeah. over my shoulder because I feel I do. If I do anything right, it's because he's with oh, me. Oh,
2: absolutely. Anything Well, right I'll is. tell you what. The, the people are going to be blessed by your presence next week. They will not see my face around here. I'll be behind the scenes. Pushing it's always buttons. fun
1: when Angelo pops in. Don't, you know. You remember, the- did you ever see uh, a wonderful uh, man of the cloth,
2: Bishop Fulton J. Sheen? I got to see Fulton J. Sheen. He came to my church.
1: He Okay. He had a show called Life is Worth Living. And yep. It was on the same time Milton Berle was on. And my mom and we, we used to watch that instead of Milton Burrow. That's how I missed Elvis on Milton Berle. I was watching Milton Anyway, he that's used to funny. have, he'd write stuff on the blackboard, then he'd step away, and then he'd come back, and the blackboard was clean. And he would say, that's my angel, uh, Skippy. He takes care of the blackboard for me. So yeah. I got a Skippy too.
2: But I'm lucky. Yep.
1: Occasionally, Skippy shows
2: up. Yeah. <laughs> Take care you guys. We'll see you next week on Having Coffee with the King. Bye. God bless everybody. I wanna take a long walk with Jesus.
0: Let him shine his light on me. I wanna take i I wanna walk take Jesus. Let, Jesus. Him shine his light. Let him shine his loving light on me. I Let him shine in.